Hey y'all, welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. Hey everybody, so I got this question the other day and I thought it would be incredibly helpful to answer it here because I think that every leader, if they have not already gone through something like this, they will at some point. And so I think that this will be very helpful to work through. So here's the question. How do I help my team member through hard moments in their business? I have a team member who is at a leadership rank, and she has previously earned huge, luxurious sales incentive trips, but this year, she will not qualify. She's beating herself up because everyone will see that she's not on the trip this year, which means they're going to know she's not maintaining her rank. But at the same time, we have been talking about what she needs to do for a long time, and she just hasn't done it, which is why she has not earned the trip. So how do I encourage her to keep going, but also challenge her to make the changes needed so that she's not in this place again next year? Great question. So I think the first thing that is important here is to understand that this is a very sensitive and emotional situation. So I'm going to try to think of an analogy that most people would likely relate to that would be similar, but is not necessarily business. I think that's important to share a story that fits those qualifications because when you are emotionally attached to this situation, it's like it's important to be able to remove your own emotions and fears as a leader out of it so that you can clearly see what the other person is likely thinking or feeling. So imagine that you gained 30 pounds. Let's just say before the pandemic, you were super fit, very disciplined, Nutrition was on point, body in better shape than it ever had been, and then the pandemic hit, and your routine was all out of whack, and you got anxiety and maybe a little depression, and you ate your feelings and whatever else, but you gained 30 pounds, and you're feeling pretty low about it, especially since you're comparing yourself to when you were at the top of your game And now you just feel like you've just fallen so far behind and you know you're going to have a long way to go and you just, 
are in comparison and just beating yourself up and just all the things, okay? Imagine how you would feel in front of your husband. On top of that, not only have you gained 30 pounds and feel really low about it, but your husband is at the top of his game. Your husband is still very fit. Now sit in that for a moment and just imagine how you would feel. Like literally close your eyes for a minute if you have to and just let yourself envision that situation and feel all the feelings that would come up. You would likely feel vulnerable, very sensitive, and just a lot of emotions, okay? Now I want you to imagine what would you need from your husband in that moment or in that season? What are the things that you would need him to say? How would you need him to respond? And I want you to really think about that for a minute because what you would need from him in that moment is likely what your team member is going to need from you in this hard moment. Now, if you're in this situation where you gain 30 pounds and your husband is still very fit, would you know what caused that? Would you know what to do to fix it? Would you know how to change it? Of course you would. You would know, especially if you had done it before, you would know what to do to fix the situation and what caused it. Imagine if in this moment... And when you are sharing with him how badly you feel about yourself right now, if he just started telling you how to fix it. Imagine if he says something like, well, I mean, you could start by going to the gym and also you could stop eating junk food. Would you leave that conversation feeling encouraged and motivated to go take over the world right then? Probably not. Furthermore, If you're in this conversation with your husband, sharing with him how badly you feel about yourself in this moment, would you be able to sense if he was thinking, even if he didn't say it, no matter how well he tried to cover it up, would you be able to sense if he was thinking, well, why don't you do something about it then? Or if he was thinking, how much more clear do I have to make this? She sees me doing the things. She sees that I'm fit. Why doesn't she just do what I'm telling her to do? Or why doesn't she just do what she knows to do? Would you be able to sense if he was thinking that? You probably would be able to sense it. Okay, so now that we feel all of the gut-wrenching feelings, step one in this process of helping this vulnerable and sensitive team member through this difficult challenge in her business is going to be take the time to relate. This is going to require you to listen well and also to take the time to think of a situation where you felt like they must feel right now. Even if it's not the exact same situation, imagine how they must be feeling and think of a time where you felt the same thing and share that with them. Imagine if when you have gained 30 pounds and your husband is fit and you're explaining to him how badly you feel about yourself and he goes, oh my goodness, babe, I 
can relate to that. I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. I have totally felt that way before myself, and I know exactly how you feel. You feel this emotion, this emotion, this emotion, and this emotion, and it is, it's not a fun place to be. I understand, and I'm so sorry you're going through that. Wouldn't you just feel at least, at a minimum, you'd feel so <laughs> validated Like, you'd feel like, okay, I'm not crazy for feeling that way, so this is good. At least I'm not a crazy person. And you would feel seen and heard and understood, and you would feel cared about just because he took the time to understand and communicate that he knows how you feel. True listening happens not when you actually heard what the other person said, but when the other person understands that you understand. So take the time to relate. You cannot skip this step, especially in a situation that is as sensitive as this one, okay? And if you can't think of a time where you felt that way, then you either need to A, slow down, or B, grow in self-awareness, or C, both. Because the human condition is that at some point in our lives, we're all going to experience every emotion that there is to experience, right? I mean, most of them. So surely you can take a moment to figure out what they must be feeling in the situation, put yourself in their shoes, and then even if you've never been through this exact same situation, think of a time where you at least felt the things they're feeling right now. If you skip this step of taking the time to relate to them, they are going to feel probably like you're a little condescending at a minimum, like that that would be the worst case. At best, they would feel like they're not as good as you or they can't ever measure up to you because you're so this and they're just not that and they don't feel like they ever could be. Much in the same way, if you're in the situation where you gain 30 pounds and your husband's very fit and you're saying, I feel all these negative things, and he's over there like looking at you like, well, I, I mean, I don't understand. I've, I, I don't know why you'd feel that way. I've never felt that in my life. I've always just taken action so that I don't have to feel those things. See how that's the opposite of relatable or validating. It's really important as a leader that you figure out how to relate to your people, even if you've never been in the exact same situation that they are in. Because when you relate to them, it literally takes away any judgment that they might feel. or And it just like, it helps them feel normal. When you do take the time to relate, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, my sponsor, who in my mind has it all together and is doing crazy big things, she has the same feelings I have. So that, and she's successful. So that must be an indicator that I can do this too. If she's successful and she has felt those things before, then I must be normal and all hope is not lost for me. I can actually be successful. So, so when you take the time to relate, even if it requires a little bit of vulnerability, then it makes the person feel normal and then it inspires them to know that they can be successful at this and that they are not broken and that there is nothing wrong with them. All right, step two in this process of helping this team member who's going through this challenge in their business is help them clarify exactly what it is they want. So 
If you listen to the last few episodes, we talked about the process of how to get from here to there. So this is where you help them define what there means for them. You're going to go back to their vision. You go back to their why. You go back to what they started this for. What are they trying to accomplish and what do they really want? Back to the gain 30 pounds and your husband is still fit analogy. Imagine if your husband said, babe, I think that you're beautiful, but how do you want your body to look? See how that question communicates. I accept you exactly the way that you are, but what do you actually want? Because obviously you want change. You don't always want to be in this situation, right? Neither does your team member. So you can ask something along those lines to help them gain clarity about what they actually want. And then what if your husband said, okay, now that you know what you want your body to look like, what would make your body look that way? Or another way to phrase these questions are, babe, I think you're beautiful, but how do you want to feel about your body? Or what would make you feel that way about your body? So again, same type of questions, but really just trying to help you gain clarity on what it is you actually want. And then the, the other question about what would make your body look that way or what would make you feel that way about your body, that is a question that literally helps you formulate your own plan. He doesn't even have to tell you what to do. You know what to do. As soon as he asks you that question, your brain automatically goes into problem solving. You automatically come up with solutions. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And you make your own plan. And he didn't have to tell you what to do because you already know what to do. And it's the same exact thing with your team member. So here's how this would look in a conversation with your team member in this sensitive situation. You would say, Susie, I think you are amazing, and here are all the reasons why. I think you're good at this. You impress me in this way. Here are all the things that you do well. I think you're incredible, and I can see exactly where you're headed. But how do you want to feel? What results do you want to create? What do you really want? I know you're feeling the way you feel right now about this current situation, but what do you actually want in the future? How do you want to feel and what results are you really truly wanting in your life and in your business? And then when they give you their answer for their vision and their why, then you just simply respond by saying, I think that is awesome. I totally believe you can do that. And here's the reasons why I believe you can do that. So what's going to make that happen? What do you, what needs to happen? What changes need to be made so that that vision that you have can come to reality? Now, back to the analogy where you have gained 30 pounds and your husband's still very fit. He has validated that he accepts you the way you are. He's asked you some questions to help you clarify what you actually want. And then he's asked you a question that helped you to formulate your own plan. The next question that he could ask if he wanted to be a fantastic Mr. Wonderful type of husband is, 
Okay, I love that plan, but how can I support you in that plan? What do you actually need from me? See how he's not taking any ownership of your results, but he is going to offer support. So your role as a leader, it's a supporting role because ultimately your team member's success is up to them. You cannot do their IPA for them. You cannot go and create business builders for them. Your job is to support and empower them. So your next question after your team member is reminded of what they actually want and their belief is has been um, inspired because you have reminded them of what they're good at and that you believe in them and you have asked them clarifying questions to help them formulate their own plan and then you say I think that plan is great how can I support you what do you need from me how can I support your efforts So that is the process of how you would lead a team member through a challenge or just help them overcome some adversity in their business that feels sensitive and um, emotionally loaded even. You would take the time to relate to them. You would help them clarify exactly what they want, and then you would offer support through their efforts. Now, here's how to tell if you are actually using that process or not. If you are using that process to coach your people through a hard time, then your people should feel better after they talk to you. If you're not using that process, if you're skipping one of those steps, your team is likely going to feel worse after they talk to you. And I want to clarify here because I I want you to understand that this process does not mean that you have to be soft as a leader, because I'm telling you right now, I'm not. I think if you were to talk to people on my team who've worked closely with me, they would likely tell you that I deeply love them and am committed to helping them reach their potential. But And they probably use a lot of adjectives, but I don't think soft would make the list. Loving, yes. Soft, no. Sometimes you might have to be willing to call out a pattern. When I was at my Henry Cloud training a few weeks ago, one of my favorite things he said from the whole entire day was, we should not run away from or be scared of problems. Problems we lean into. Problems we can solve. Problems we embrace. Problems are normal. Patterns, however, should scare the heck out of us. So if I've gone through this process of supporting my team member through this challenge um, and we have clarified what they want and we have clarified the process that they're going to engage in or the changes that they need to make, but I'm still continuing to see the same patterns after I've gone through this whole process, then I probably would say something like, hey, Susie, I'm noticing that this pattern of behavior is getting you this result. Are you okay with this? I just wanted to check because last time we talked, you said that you wanted to do this or you said that you were going to do this so that you could have this other result. But what I'm actually noticing is a pattern of something different. So I just wanted to check in and see if anything had changed. Is this still your goal? What are your thoughts on this? That would provide some accountability. And also, it would help them 
keep their main thing the main thing. It would help them stay focused because when they are engaging in their main thing, like any type of like behavior change that's going to produce a desired result, it's likely going to feel uncomfortable. And when something feels uncomfortable, the natural human tendency is to do what? Want to avoid it, right? We all are guilty. Um, So I just know that people are going to have a tendency to want to avoid things that make them feel uncomfortable. And so accountability is very helpful to help somebody get to the next level. But the accountability has to be very them focused. Like I don't ever want to make my team member feel like if they don't do what I expect of them that they're going to disappoint me because this is not about me. This is about them and them reaching their potential. I don't want my team member to feel like I think they're responsible for helping me grow my business. No, I'm taking ownership of my own business and I'm not putting the weight of my goals on my team. I understand my business is my own. I'm responsible for what happens in my business. But at the same time, I want to support my team in what their goals are because the more successful they become, Become, the more successful I become, but I have to keep the focus on them and their goals and their potential. And that is exactly how I want to phrase it. So back to this analogy of you gaining 30 pounds, how would you want your husband to respond to you if he was noticing a pattern? How would how could he d- address that with you lovingly, but honestly? And sometimes you might also have to be willing to put boundaries in place. Like if if your team member is coming to you and like they just keep going through this emotional thing over and over and over, but they're not making any changes and like you've you've caught out the pattern and they say they're going to change it, but they keep having all these emotions about it and you just feel very drained by that, then sometimes you're going to have to be willing to be honest just like you'd want your husband to be honest with you in this situation where you're trying you're on your new journey, you're trying to start your new path, like you wouldn't want him to expect you to be perfect. Obviously, there's going to be some bumps in the road. You're not going to execute it all well. You're going to make mistakes and you're going to fall into temptation sometimes. But would you expect him to continually put up with you complaining all the time? In the husband's case, a loving way to respond to his wife who is on a journey and she is taking action, but it feels very hard and she still feels all the same vulnerable, um, like depressed, anxious, whatever feelings because she hasn't actually met her goal yet. He could say, babe, I know that you're saying you want this and I see you working hard to get there and I know you're not at your goal yet, but it's making me feel bad to help you, to hear you keep complaining about it. So I think it is perfectly acceptable as a leader to, if your team member is constantly complaining about how they feel or having all these negative emotions and that is subtracting value from you, I do think it is acceptable and appropriate and beneficial even because you're going to help develop this person into a person who adds value if you're willing to put that boundary in place and say, hey, this actually, when you're saying all of these things all of the time, it actually makes me feel this way and I enjoy feeling this other way. And so let's just focus on the results and how you're going to feel when you get there and focus on the action needed. That way we can and 
stay in like a good, healthy mental space while we're on the journey together. Okay, hopefully this clarifies for you guys a process that you can engage in to help your team members when they're going through a difficult time in their business. And next week, I would actually like to continue this discussion going through actual examples of how to respond to some common thoughts and feelings that are going to come up inevitably when a team member misses a goal or faces some adversity. Things like, what is my team going to think that I missed this goal? Or what if I can't ever earn it again? Or will I ever actually hit the next rank? Or will I be forced out of the inner circle if I miss this experience? Or is my upline going to replace me with the next up-and-coming leader on her team? Or is this how my journey is always going to be up and then down and always feeling unstable? I want to talk you guys through those things and tell you exactly how I would offer perspective on each one of those thoughts or feelings. See you next week. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Be sure to check out my website, BrittanyHoward.com, for more content on the blog. And if this was at all valuable to you today, could you do me a favor and share it? Don't forget to tag me. Talk to you soon.